At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz, hour number two. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Keeping an eye on Sunday night football. The Niners defense forces a field goal attempt out of the Los Angeles Chargers. And just inside the uh, the right upright, it is good. And the Chargers move to a 10-3 lead over San Francisco. Early second quarter there at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. The Niners remain three-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market. And with that field goal, the total actually ticked up to 49-and-a-half. We don't often see that, but maybe it was because it wasn't necessarily a likely field goal. Mm-hmm. It was nearly a 50-yarder, and they were able to put points on the board. So the live total ticks up to 49 and a half. Mike, in the last segment, we were talking about the fact that when the Chargers were going on this drive, they had recovered a Brandon Ayuk fumble uh, that the Niners dipped down to just a two and a half point favorite in the live market, minus 150 on the money line. And of course, prior to kickoff, they closed as eight point favorites. Um, As far as in-game, do do you often get involved, and would that be a point where you would want to with the Niners now lower than a field goal? Yeah, I mean, I I look to get in-game if if I'm looking at situations where I have another leg exposed and it's going against me. Mm -hmm. uh, I might look at an in-game situation, kind of like this one. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Right? But, you know, we talked about it at the beginning of of, of the show in terms of catching eight points uh, seems like a logical play if you're, you know, don't have exposure to the game, but uh, now with the developments, I mean, the Chargers haven't punted 
Yeah. Really. Uh, and now they're taking possessions away from the 49ers. Too. The 49ers obviously coming off a bye. The execution uh, needs to pick up. At some point, I'm anticipating that it will for the 49ers on both sides of the ball, too. So uh, I do know this. The 49ers man-to-man coverage right now is not great. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to change anything right there uh, and, and try to get the pass rush after Justin Herbert or, or even blitz him a little bit with some zone behind it. But uh, we'll see what the adjustments now. Offensively, uh, the 49ers need to, to operate. They need some more plays uh, to certainly uh, get inside that game plan, though. And nothing there for Christian McCaffrey on first down, maybe even lost half a yard or so. This is the 49ers' third try on offense. First drive went pretty well, ended in a field goal. But then the second drive, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo with a good pass over the middle to Brandon Ayuk, and he fumbled. That turned into three points for the Los Angeles Chargers. They're back on offense now is San Francisco, again, trailing 10-3. to And once again, they dipped down after that first down play that didn't really gain any yardage at all. They dipped down once again to two-and-a-half-point favorites. And, Mike, you mentioned uh, some of the lack of coverage by the secondary. That's really been a weakness for a few years for the San Francisco 49ers, but they seem to have improved this year. Chavarius Ward, uh, Jimmy Ward, uh, you know, they've got some good players back there. Ward, of course, broke his hand a few weeks ago, Had was playing with a, a club. Uh, tap, taped over his hand for a couple of weeks. But the big blow that they really suffered, Emmanuel Mosley, who had a pick six in uh, the game against the Panthers, I believe it was, he was lost for the season later in that game. But the big blow was earlier this week in practice. Jason Verrett, right. uh, a multiple uh, all-pro player, uh, was coming back from a torn ACL injury and was the team was really excited. He was one of those guys in the clubhouse that was, uh, you know, a real rah-rah guy and, and, and a good atmosphere guy in the clubhouse, uh, certainly a leader, a veteran. And they were all excited for this guy to get back. He was, you know, back to practicing, full participant, and then he tore his Achilles, I believe it was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I know reading reports that it really just sucked the life out of the entire team and practice nearly came to a close. They, they continued and they finished the practice, but emotionally that was a big one for the 49ers, losing Jason Verrett, and it goes to the secondary, which loses another good player that they're not going to have this year. Right. Uh, a lot of times, too, uh, Brady, this time of year, you're not anticipating an injury like that happening in practice. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, it's unfortunate for the Achilles situation because that's just such a tough – uh, injury to battle back from too so uh, a lot of guys heartfelt uh, about that situation uh, and then whether you can c- conclude practice or keep going with practice is up to the coaches at that time uh, to, to gauge it uh, to take the temperature if you will but uh, I, I think the 49ers they need that pass rush right because mm-hmm. uh, they don't really have that lockdown element back there um, they're, they're challenged playing man-to-man as you can see against the Chargers and the Chargers backup wide receivers uh, so, yeah, I, I would think we'll see some more blitzing or some blitzing from the 49ers defense, maybe some zone behind that, uh, maybe some confusion for, for Justin Herbert because it's been too easy uh, for him finding those receivers right now. And they forced the 49ers to punt, so the Chargers will get the ball back with about 13 and a half minutes left in the second quarter. San Francisco remains a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market, down to minus 135 on the money line, and your total drops back down with San Francisco going three and out to 47 and a half. 
Uh, let's take a look at the Saints at the Steelers. This is a game both you and I, I believe, cashed a ticket on today. Uh, Pittsburgh opened the week as two-and-a-half-point underdogs. They closed as one-point favorites. They came out the gate firing Kenny Pickett to George Pickens for a one-yard touchdown, and with five minutes left in the first quarter, the Pittsburgh Steelers were on top seven to nothing. They would add a field goal in the second quarter to take a 10 to nothing lead, and then Will Lutz got the Saints on the board with under seven minutes left to go in the second quarter to make it 10 to three. Then to end the first half, Andy Dalton to Jawan Johnson for a 15-yard pass and catch, and we were tied at 10 apiece at halftime. Pittsburgh then added a field goal to make it 13-10, to and then it started to go sideways for the Saints. They intercepted Andy Dalton with just a minute into the fourth quarter, and that led to a Kenny Pickett one-yard touchdown plunge, and the Steelers were now out in front by double digits, 20-10. to Four and a half minutes left in the game, and Dalton was intercepted again, this time by Lee Wallace, and Pittsburgh was in control from there. 20-10 to ended up being the final. The Steelers win and cover, no matter when you got the number, at two and a half when they were catching it, or one when they were laying it game stays well under the total saints have lost two in a row they dropped to three and seven Steelers get a win out of the bye week they moved to three and six on the season it was like the Steelers were laying and waiting for the Saints right uh, just to ambush them that is the Andy Dalton we know and love uh, right there uh, the way he plays the game um, missing guys and, and still throwing picks but it's like Dennis Allen has done everything backwards for this football team that's why They've been so hard to bet on. Like when Jameis had his back broken, okay, now you play Andy Dalton. We get it. Give Jameis some time to recuperate and rest. But Andy Dalton played okay, and now he's your starter, even though Jameis is the leader of that football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Jameis is a backup fully healthy to a guy like Andy Dalton. And I, it's, it's challenging for those guys. The consistency uh, of everything for this football team offensively is just not there. And then defensively, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that defense other than, than injuries. But I know they're hard to bet with or mm-hmm. to support. Uh, on the other side, Pittsburgh, we were looking for improvement in key areas, third down efficiency, red zone efficiency, scoring touchdowns, improvement with Kenny Pickett at quarterback. And I saw that today because he started to run the football, the tuck and run as mm-hmm. a young player. There's nothing wrong with that, uh, especially if the play is not there. Don't force it. Didn't make critical mistakes right there. And uh, the Steelers have young talent, as we saw today. It's just maybe needing some more. The T.J. Watt angle is interesting to me. Yeah, (laughs) and of course he made an impact once again. He did. Well, he's that type of player, though. Absolutely. Um, He's that type of player. But when when he's on the field, the Steelers win, right? Uh, Oh, yeah. And And when he's not, they lose. And when he's not, they lose. So, uh, no, it was a good situation there for the Steelers at home off a bye, though, uh, against a team traveling from a dome environment uh, outside to elements and and an offense that uh, just is not consistent. Yeah, you and I talked about that on the Saturday edition of the Pro Football Blitz and previewing that game. We felt the situation was really in favor of Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. coming off of a bye week where they had really had four straight very emotional weeks. If you remember, they were blown out by the Buffalo Bills. I think 38-3 to was the final. And then they come back and they rally the troops and they knock off Tampa Bay. 
And, and then they have a game on Sunday night football where they go down to Miami. It's a homecoming for Brian Flores and Minka Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. They should have won that game. They end up losing that game. And, and I can't remember if they went into their bye week after that or if they had one more game after that. I believe they had one more game that was yet another loss. And and this team was really just riling a uh, riding a roller coaster of emotion. Mm-hmm. And, and now I remember it was the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles so an game. in-state rivalry game. It, it was just really, like I say, an up and down and a lot of emotional situations for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think I think the break was great for them mm-hmm. and were able to take advantage of a Saints team that I just don't think is that good. Yeah, you know, the Saints, they just haven't put it together. In the offseason, the reports were that this team was good. And if Jameis could stay healthy, things are going to be okay. Uh, I, that's why I went Futures 3-1 to one, uh, with the Saints. Well, like They're, I said, you're probably still alive. I might be Not still dead alive. Yet. I haven't ripped it up. I haven't ripped it up. <laughs> uh, I'm close, though. Yeah, uh, I might have a little tear in it, but no, I haven't ripped it up. Um, but yeah, the, the Steelers, they're just that young team. And, and you got a coach like Tomlin that you would anticipate he knows how to get this team better. Uh, and they, they know how to improve. For instance, 52% on third down. We talked about that being one of the deficiencies for this football team offensively. Uh, and, and then in the red zone, they had five opportunities uh, but they went two of five. They need to improve there as well. They have big play capability. I think Pickett looks the part so far. Uh, tucking and running it and being an athlete is okay as a rookie, and uh, your game will evolve, and, and that's what we're looking for for the Steelers moving forward. Well, next up for the Saints, the Los Angeles Rams go to New Orleans, and New Orleans right now is a three-point favorite over oh. the Rams, and that is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it seems like we've talked about a lot of ugly-looking games, and we'll get to some of those uh, that were on the schedule in Week 10. You had the Colts and the Raiders, which actually turned out to be a very entertaining football game, but you look at the Rams and the Saints – Will Matthew Stafford play? He did not play earlier today. He was in concussion protocol. That game was very ugly. The Saints looked horrible today. Will we see Jameis Winston back in the lineup? So this one's tough to figure out right now, and it's a little surprising to see the Saints as a three-point favorite, but I guess that's speculation that uh, if Matthew Stafford is going to play in that ballgame, and with or without Stafford, the Rams haven't been good anyway. (laughs) So we'll come back with more recaps and updates on Sunday Night Football on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join in on the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 years and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard back with you inside the Pro Football Blitz, and it's not going well for the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. They already have a fumble. That was Jimmy Garoppolo hitting Brandon Ayuk with a pass. The ball was knocked loose. The Chargers turned that into a field goal, and now they have just blocked a punt. It was really more of a tipped punt by the Chargers, but nevertheless, they take over on offense, and they're facing a first and 10 here with just under nine minutes left in the second quarter. And Mike, the uh, in-game spread has now flipped to the Chargers. Chargers as the favorite, and it's currently off the board right now, but I saw them as high as two-and-a-half-point favorites. They're at their own 45-yard line, and Justin Herbert back to pass again and nearly finds his man for a big strike and probably would have been a touchdown, uh, but it goes right through the hands there of his tight end. He found him. He did find him. (laughs) The guy just didn't catch it. And you mentioned the lack of coverage in the 49ers secondary. Well, there was another guy that was wide open right there. But also, Herbert, this is what we saw when the 49ers lost to the Kansas City Chiefs and obviously playing uh, an elite quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Well, Justin Herbert's pretty darn good, and Mm -hmm. they're giving him all day to throw, and he's got wide open targets. Yeah, no pass rush uh, at all right now. Uh, And, you know, the 49ers has switched their strategy from – uh, on early downs anyway, they are playing more zone, but then, you know, passing downs, just trying to play man-to-man still, right? Uh, but Justin Herbert is picking that apart. We mentioned it earlier, the 49ers are having trouble with man-to-man coverage, and 
for whatever reason, the defense coordinator for the Chargers keep for the 49ers, he keeps going back to it. Right. And, and it's like, OK, can't you change that up? Uh, you're playing zone early downs and OK, obvious passing situations. You're, you're going to play some man to man stuff, but you can't run with these guys. Uh, and Herbert is is picking you apart. Uh, so they got to change up some things. I don't even know if the 49ers have uh, a zone blitzing package defensively anyway. Uh, but, no, you see the aggressive style, though, from the Chargers on early downs because well, and, they know they have uh, the number of the 49ers right now. Well, on the last play there, Joey Bosa almost got home and got to Herbert, but he was able to get the throw off to DeAndre Carter, and now it's a second-and-goal situation for the Chargers as they are about at the three-yard line, maybe even inside of that of the 49ers, and they have now moved to three-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market. Ten to three, still your score here in favor of Los Angeles, about eight minutes left to go in the half, and now they dip once again to two-and-a-half-point favorites. But nevertheless, this has been a 10-point swing early in the first half here. Of course, the Chargers closing as eight-point underdogs, now two-and-a-half-point, and make it once again three-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market. Your total uh, currently at 48-and-a-half. Uh, let's take a look, Mike, at the Lions and the Bears game. This was certainly one of the more entertaining games of the afternoon, and it started off slow. The first quarter was just an exchange of field goals, and we were tied at three apiece after one. The second quarter was an exchange of touchdowns. Jared Goff to tight end Brock Wright for a two-yard score, and then Justin Fields ran one in from one yard out, and we were tied at 10 apiece to end the first half. Then midway through the third quarter, Justin Fields found Cole Komet for a five-yard pass and catch, and it was 17-10 Bears. Midway through the third quarter, or rather three minutes later, he found Komet again on third and 18, and it was 24-10 Chicago. Then early fourth quarter, DeAndre Swift into the end zone for Detroit, and we had a one-score game once again. And then bang, three plays later, Justin Fields is intercepted by Jeff Akuda. It was a pick six, and we were tied at 24 in less than a minute had expired in the game clock and then just over a minute later Justin Fields rushes it in from 67 yards out and Chicago was in the lead once again and this game was over the total already with nine minutes still left in regulation 30 to 24 Bears but the extra point was no good and yes that extra point was big with two and a half minutes left in regulation Jamal Williams found the end zone for the Lions and it was 31 to 30 in favor of Detroit the defense held, and the Lions go into Chicago, get the outright win as three-point underdogs. 31-30 to ends up being your final. The game goes over the total, as I mentioned. The Lions improved to 3-6. and six. The Bears dropped to 3-7. and seven. And, again, that was a very big missed extra point. Yeah, it was. Um, I was entertained by this game. Certainly didn't play it. Wasn't looking to do that other than from a contest standpoint. But, um, I, you know, this is interesting to me with the, with the Bears – uh, and what they have right now uh, and where they are at as a football team. Something to file away uh, in terms of the development of Justin Fields, not as a quarterback, but as a playmaker, mm -hmm. because that's what I think he is right now. He's a playmaker uh, playing quarterback. He has a way uh, of simplifying the game. Uh, he is electric running the football. Uh, he really is. I mean, he is, he is a, 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 a bigger, thicker version of Randall. Cunningham back in the day to me, you know, and I think I think from that standpoint, his running ability uh, is just off the charts. I, I was surprised to see how fast he was. He, he was running fast. away from guys he, trying he to was. tackle him on that 67-yard run. Right, right. And then we saw the mistake, though. Um, 
Ohio State Buckeye on Buckeye crime right there. Yeah. Um, but he can't float those kind of things. And, you know, those are learning lessons, but it can cost you a game too from a pick six standpoint. But, well, it kind of did. Yeah, yeah. But the Bears, you know, they, they have leads and they're not able to maintain them. Obviously, the roster is challenged. We know that as betters. And uh, I think whether you're laying three points or whatever the situation could be, uh, could you trust Detroit on the other side? Detroit is lucky and fortunate to get the win. And to me, betting that way uh, gets challenging. Uh, certainly going against uh, Campbell, Coach Campbell, 0-11-1 on the road with the, with the Lions. But uh, they, they had the ball bounce their way. Uh, and certainly the mistakes on the other side from Chicago. Maybe you can anticipate that as betters. Maybe you can try to anticipate, okay, at some point the Bears are going to make that mistake uh, from a young team standpoint or – or players that are still developing in the National Football League, but are are the Lions capable of capitalizing on something like that? Today, today they today were. Today they did, yeah. and it was a huge win for. I mean, it was as big a win for Detroit as it was as a loss mm-hmm. for Chicago. Right. Uh, you know, I, I think both teams had a number of chances to win that game, and in the end, the Lions were able to close it out for their third victory of the season. A big win for them in division on the road. And Chicago, again, falls to 3-7 and seven on the season. The San Francisco 49ers, the defense stiffens, and they're able to hold the Los Angeles Chargers to just a field goal. Now 13-3 and in favor of Los Angeles, and they are one-and-a-half-point favorites, still a favorite in the live market, are the Los Angeles Chargers. Your live total dips to 46-and-a-half, still a point higher than where it was at the close prior to kickoff. And I tell you, Mike, the, the 49ers, their, their defense, we talked about the fact that they're, they're not covering up uh, in the secondary. Mm-hmm. The pass rush is not necessarily putting a lot of pressure on Justin Herbert, but that is two straight field goal attempts that they have forced and a punt before that out of the Chargers. So they're tightening up at the right times, but the offense, they just can't take advantage of this opportunity. I mean, the 49ers are kind of getting dominated yeah. here, but they're only down by 10. Right, and so when you force teams to field goals, you, you can stay in those games that way, uh, even though it seems like the, the Chargers are running away with it. That was the first trip in the red zone by the Chargers. Be, you know, good defense right there in the red zone. So you, you have a solid plan that way uh, because you break up your game plans, whether you're out in the field and, and certainly situational football, but in the red zone, you work on so many things, so many aspects of the red zone uh, as a team. So uh, credit to 49ers right there. But, uh, yeah, it, it's offensively is where I'm shocked, though, with that much firepower. And yeah. the 49ers really only had one drive so far. Right. You know, and uh, I don't want to blame it on the bye week. I mean, I, I thought the bye week could help fine-tune things. Uh, but they got to get it going here, though, Brady. Well, they start first and 10 from their own 25-yard line and no Christian McCaffrey in the lineup. That uh, goes to Elijah Mitchell and a good play on first down. Mm -hmm. Looked like he got about four yards on that one. Uh, Just six and a half minutes left in the half. And once again, San Francisco trailing by 10. One and a half point underdogs. Are they now in the live market? Your live total ticks down once again to 45 and a half right where we were prior to kickoff. If you look at what is next up in week 11 for the Lions and the Bears, the Lions are going to travel to New York to take on the Giants. And after what the Giants did to the Texans today and what we know about the Lions and their defense, certainly they can score. And that showed against a very weak defense in the Chicago Bears today. Maybe the best play in that game was over the total. Easy to say now. But uh, the Lions are at the Giants, and the Giants are laying four points. 
Uh, interesting number there. May seem a little bit light. I think there's a big difference between these two teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Bears at the Falcons. This is kind of a wild one, too. The Falcons certainly on extra rest. The Falcons at home laying three points to Chicago. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the Falcons as a favorite at all. No. Uh, no. At all. Um, and did St. Brown get hurt in that game? I'm on Ross St. Brown. Yeah, with the Lions? I did not see that. Okay. I was wondering. Maybe it was a different player, but... Uh, yeah, back-to-back road situations, too, for the Lions. And uh, we just talked about Coach Campbell winning his first game on the road uh, as the Lions head coach. So uh, the Giants are so fortunate right now, too, to be, just pl- be playing these teams outside of their division. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is incredible, uh, the run that they're on that way. One of the weaker schedules in the league as Jimmy Garoppolo misfires on second and 12, third and long, coming up for San Francisco as the offense continues to sputter in Santa Clara. We'll be right back. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated at DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back inside the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you, and we're going to step out to Philadelphia now. Ryan Rothstein joins the program. You can follow him on Twitter at WiseRye. He is a host at Sports Radio WIP in Philadelphia and a frequent guest here on the VSIN Network, and it's a pleasure to speak with you again, Ryan. Thanks for coming on. How are all things in Philadelphia, my friend? Uh, Brady, Mike, first of all, uh, thank you again for having me. Always enjoy talking with that, with the both of you. And, you know, right now in Philly, things are a little bit too good. Yeah, (laughs) right. A a little bit too quiet, fellas, uh, with the Eagles 8-0. So, and this division, we'll get into it. But uh, NFC least becoming the strongest in the NFL. It's, It's weird times. Well, I tell you what, the Washington Commanders are in last place in the division, yet they're only a game under 500. And, of course, that will be the opponent for your Philadelphia Eagles this Monday night in the city of brotherly love. Philadelphia laying a big number here, 11-point favorites they are at home on Monday night with a total of 43-and-a-half. What's your initial opinion, Ryan, from a point spread perspective? Is that too many or not enough? (laughs) <laughs> Listen, uh, 11, as I'm sure you fellows would, you know, attest to this, it, it's, it's a lot. It's a big number. It, it, it's hard for me personally as a better to feel really, really excited about laying 11 points. I, I don't really give a damn who, who the game is, what the game is, who we're talking about. But uh, Eagles undefeated at home, sure, you know, deserving of, of a bigger number. But it's too many points. It's uh, it's too many points. This is a division game. Uh, cliche time. Throw the record books out the window. But you know that's that's true in the National Football League, especially when you're going up against a, an, an opponent, a division rival that knows you well. So um, Eagles should win this game, but I, I certainly would not lay the number. I, I I actually like Washington here with the points. I still think the Eagles get a win. I don't think they cover that number. 
throw Monday Night Football in the mix too, uh, Ryan. And there you go for a divisional game. Yep. And that's, that's why we loved Monday Night Football this way. Uh, I got to ask you about this offense, though. They are second in the league in terms of points scored. Uh, I think they're averaging about 28 points a game. Uh, what is it about this Eagles offense that makes it so special? I mean, I know Hertz is playing very, very well. Uh, and they got premium players scattered uh, on that roster, that side of the ball. But I think from a scheme standpoint, uh, teams are just slow to catch up to what the Eagles are doing. Yeah, it's uh, it's been impressive what this team offensively has done. And, you know, you, you start with the relatively obvious, but sometimes that's, that's where the answer lies. I mean, the addition of A.J. Brown is huge. You look at the addition of Stephon Diggs to Buffalo and what that did for Josh Allen. Uh, you know, it's not an accident, right? When you see these guys that maybe we're questioning uh, or debating on what they can become, are they a legitimate starter in the NFL? You give Jalen Hurts uh, a guy like A.J. Brown, and all of a sudden uh, Jalen Hurts looks a, a heck of a lot better. But, uh, you know, besides that, the Eagles have the best offensive line in, in, in all of football. So that doesn't hurt. Um, Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator for the Eagles, has done an excellent job with this group, particularly with the quarterback. Uh, and Nick Sirianni has not been afraid to mix it up. Right? If he sees a matchup where he says, you know what, we got to hand it off in the second half, uh, milk the clock, that's where we feel like we have an edge, ride our strength, the offensive line, he'll do it. If he needs to call more RPO type of plays, he'll do it. If he wants to attack a team, uh, you know, down the field to A.J. Brown, uh, he'll do it. So this is a team in the Philadelphia Eagles that have a strong group in the trenches. Uh, they're confident. They're very healthy, knock on wood. Uh, and, and so far, they've been able to beat teams in a variety of ways. Ryan Rothstein is our guest. He's a sports radio host at WIP in Philadelphia. You can follow him on Twitter at WiseRye. And Ryan, Mike, and I, we do the Pro Football Blitz on both Saturday and Sunday, previewing the games and then, of course, recapping the games. And in our preview show, we did a segment where we talked about our current power ratings after, you know, or at the midway point of the season. Mike actually had the Philadelphia Eagles as number one in his rankings. They were number two for me uh, ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not so sure they aren't number one for me either at this point with the Buffalo Bills tripping up today. And maybe they are number three in Kansas City's now number two. We'll see what happens on Monday night. But who do you think is the best team in the NFL? And is it Philadelphia? It's, it's hard. It's hard to say anyone right now other than the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I mean, we, we had debates on the air last week uh, of, of the MVP conversation. Is it Jalen Hurts? Is it Patrick Mahomes? Is it Josh Allen? Um, you know, and, and that, that all ties together because, if you're really looking for something to question right now, you haven't seen Jalen Hurts have to have like a Patrick Mahomes Herculean type of a performance, but like we're grasping at straws. I feel like an idiot when I start to go down that road and have that conversation. Like part of the reason why we haven't had to see that from Jalen Hurts, this Eagles team is so complete, right? Like you, you look at this Eagles roster from top to bottom uh, defensively, they have real-life linebackers right now, T.J. Edwards, Kaiser White. N'Kobe Dean, who was deemed the steal of the draft, hasn't even really seen the field. You have Bradbury, who the Eagles signed for a one-year deal, who's playing excellent ball, as well as possibly even better than Darius Slay, who's having another heck of a year at the other side of the corner uh, back position. Uh, they still have their depth at, uh, up front. 
Hargrave has been an absolute beast. So they're, they're just they're loaded with talent and they're healthy right now. So it, it's it's really hard, guys, to say anyone other than the Eagles. But I agree with you, Brady. I mean, if you want to say Kansas City, I, I'm not going to scream and yell at you about that. They're, they're a very deserving pick as well. Ryan, I got one for you here that I think is kind of interesting. We're all a little bit hesitant to lay 11 points with the Eagles, and maybe, I mean, you alluded to it, you'd probably take the 11 with the Washington Commanders. But how about a first-half play on the Philadelphia Eagles if you don't want to lay the big number? The Eagles have scored on nearly 57% of their drives in the first half. That's the highest rate in the league. The Commanders have scored on less than 19% of their first-half possessions. That is the lowest rate in the league. That would seem like argument enough to possibly play the Eagles in the first half. Yeah, I I, I like your your thinking and reasoning there, Brady. I, I would I would tend to agree with that. I think that could be a solid play. I, I also look at um, where the Eagles have struggled a little bit here recently. It, it's it's the the, the rush defense. Uh, Washington, I, I'm going to imagine, is going to try to exploit that. And they're going to want to just milk the clock. Uh, you look at the commanders, you mentioned it earlier in our conversation, four and five at, you know, in the basement of this division, but they're competing for a wild card spot. This is going to be interesting uh, for the teams such as Washington and the New York Giants and even Dallas now after a loss to Green Bay earlier, trying to get into, uh, into the postseason. So Washington three and one in their last four, they've only averaged 17 points per game while winning three of their last four. So my point is, I also like Washington team total under 15 and a half, depending on where you look. I saw that at even money. Uh, And if you're looking for a play on the total, I know betting unders are not the most exciting thing in the world, but I I actually see a, a 21 to 14 type of a ball game in favor of the birds. Yeah, Ryan, we've got about a minute left. I got to ask you about the rest of the NFC East because looking at uh, situations in which teams can make the playoffs, okay, the Eagles going to win a division. Uh, the NFC is so wide open. Which other team in that division uh, would you wager on to, to make the playoffs this year? Uh, it's, it's a heck of a question. I, I mean, you look at Dallas right now, six and three, you look at the giants, seven and two, I'm going to assume the top two wildcard spots are going to go to the Dallas Cowboys uh, and the NFC West loser. Uh, I would imagine San Francisco or Seattle. And then, and then you have a race between what the giants, Washington, you can't rule out. And uh, I would say the NFC South loser, right fellas in in Tampa Bay and Atlanta. So uh, I know that's not the best answer in the world, but you have to feel confident right now that Dallas is uh, going to get in. And we keep waiting for the Giants to show us their true colors. Maybe they already have. They have a tough stretch in a couple of weeks where they play four straight NFC East opponents. I think we'll finally get our answer as to who they are throughout that stretch. But don't be surprised if the Giants uh, end end up getting in. Heck, who knows? They could win the division, but you're right. We will certainly find out a lot about Big Blue in the near future here when they play in division, the toughest division in football right now in NFL 2022. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us once again. We'll do it again down the road, and good luck on Monday night. Uh, Brady, Mike, thank you so much for having me. Talk soon. All right, that is Ryan Rothstein. All things Philadelphia. Check him out on Twitter at Wise Rye. The 49ers do get a touchdown. Jimmy Garoppolo punches it in. They trail 13 to 10, but the Chargers are back on the move here late in the first half, leading 13 to 10 at Santa Clara.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet, and get Sunday Football Parlay Insurance and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today. It's a whole new game. 45 seconds left before halftime in Santa Clara. The Chargers are leading the San Francisco 49ers 13-10, and they have the ball. The 49ers did finally get some pressure on Herbert, knocked the ball loose, but they ruled it an incomplete pass. That was a delay there in the game for a few minutes, but Justin Herbert scrambles there and will face third down and short here again as this clock continues to tick to about 30 seconds left in this first half as he gains about 10 yards on that play, getting back some of the yardage that he lost on that all nearly strip sack for the San Francisco 49ers. The in-game line, the Niners back to three-and-a-half point favorites after that touchdown, and the total now at 47-and-a-half. It looks like they're starting to find ways to get a little more pressure on Herbert. Well, they're getting there with four, playing a little bit more zone. Now we're in a two-minute situation too, so expect that, but – uh, more importantly, Austin Eckler up to 37 receiving There marks. you go. <laughs> you need to get him to 44, yeah. seven more, and right. you are home. Well, instead of scrambling right there, he had Eckler out to the flat. He got more <laughs> yards right Come there. Come on, Justin. Yeah, no. We Especially, got bets to cash that's here. Right. That is right. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if they can get points out of here. But um, it's, 
wow, the 49ers are so predictable, too, what they're doing uh, with the man-to-man coverages. But uh, they are moving Justin in the pocket, though. And they nearly got him again there. And Herbert uh, scrambles and got the first down. And they're saying maybe another fumble here. It looks like they're pointing him down. There is a flag on the play. It could be a personal foul on San Francisco. Might have been some helmet-to-helmet contact there. Uh, Herbert did not slide. He he went in head first Mm -hmm. and and took a pretty good lick there. We'll see what happens here. There is a flag on the play showing a replay now. Gets tackled from behind by Fred Warner. And then, yeah, there's a helmet-to-helmet crack right there by Dre Greenlaw. So that looks like that's going to add another... 15 yards to that run for the Chargers, and they will definitely be in field goal range now. The live line comes off the board there uh, with that play, and the refs will rule on that shortly. But I think that is going to go in favor of the Chargers, uh, and they should be up by at least six points going into the locker room. Yeah, I mean, you can't escape that, you know, because TV, they're going to super-duper slow-mo that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then that just adds to the fuel of protecting players, right? Uh, I mean... Was it Greenlaw? Yes. Yeah, I mean, the launch angle changes when a quarterback's running or any runner, really. And a lot of times uh, you get a linebacker going in there. uh, And I know, okay, you're you're normally tackling running backs, right? But uh, it's different when a quarterback's a runner like that or even a runner back uh, is is a runner like that. And um, your launch angle is just around the head area. you're going to make contact with the head. I mean, a lot of times the target should be around the waist anyway. And it looked like he tried to kind of turn his shoulder, and it it didn't look like a a malicious hit by Greenlaw, but it was just tough to avoid. Like you talk about, his launch angle, Herbert's coming right into that zone, and they they connect on the helmet. So if I'm blocking a defender, a safety, which I used to do uh, in terms of my launch angle, um, especially if it was like like a safety, uh, but the rules were different right then, right? I mean, uh, when I my launch angle for safety, I was looking at shoulder pads and upper body mm-hmm. because I wanted to deliver a blow. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the game's different, but you still have linebackers who engage in offensive linemen that are 300 pounds, and so their pad level was always low and their launch angles and, and all that stuff. And then running backs, too, where their launch angles are, are so much lower. But when a quarterback comes through there, uh, and, and I think the blow to the head, too. When that happens, uh, it is tough to change that mentality. Uh, but you have to do it. I think if you go after waste, uh, you know, that, that helps you. But he'll, he'll get a letter from the National Football League uh, with a fine associated with it as well. But there wasn't an intent, right? No, I don't There's think There's never there an was. intent that way. No, it, it's, it's very difficult yeah. to change your path, when, you know, mid-flight, right. And, right. And, and you're trying to – you know, negotiate where that quarterback is or that running back or what have you is, you know, his angle as well. And sure enough, Chase Daniel now yeah. in the game. We took the blow to the head. So. Right. And I imagine he's going to be evaluated. Who knows right. if Herbert will even come back in this game, but a great play there by Fred Warner to break up uh, that pass attempt by Chase Daniel. And I guess the referees forced Justin Herbert to leave the game. Well, um, it's the new protocol with the uh, Tua situation. And, absolutely. Um, yeah, you, you get a blow. The spotters are seeing it. Um, so, yeah, I think you're going to side on an error. Are you going to, you're going to err on side of caution here, right? I mean, uh, a guy gets a hit to the head like that, you want to evaluate. You don't want to assume that he's okay. 
Uh, yeah, and, he and didn't necessarily look okay. Well, he did. and, and maybe Dre Greenlaw has been injected. He was just walking to the locker room himself. I mean, that, that seems more like a college rule to me, right? I, I don't know what uh, is going on there. Yeah. Uh, but Chase Daniel is certainly still in the ballgame. Two incomplete passes in a row. Just 24 seconds now left before halftime. Uh, the Niners only a one-and-a-half-point favorite here in the mm-hmm. live market, which is uh, maybe the computer doesn't understand that Justin Herbert's out. <laughs> This could be an opportune time to lay the one and a half with the Niners, possibly. Yeah, no, it's on Twitter. Uh, Greenlaw has been ejected for that helmet-to-helmet shot. Okay. So uh, that's, I mean, again, it amplifies it on super-duper slow-mo that way. Mm -hmm. Greenlaw, there was no intent uh, to be thrown out. I mean, in college football, uh, I guess we're at that level now. Which Uh, I don't necessarily mind. Um, Mm -hmm. That'll keep guys from doing it. It will, but it it, I, it I could think, help. I, it, well, it hasn't helped in college. I mean, we still see it in college. All these years, we still see. But it, but is it less, you know, than before? Um, I, I think it's obviously less because of the player safety aspect of it. Um, again, in my day, that you get up and you're fine. Yeah, right. No. Um, but no days. We're different now. We we got frame by frame slow mo, and you can see the helmet. We can see the chin strap raise up and. Uh, and I'm sure they got a call from New York uh, to kick him out too. I mean, just because of yeah. of the effect of it, though. But uh, it's tough on players. It's tough on linebackers. I think in particular, though, Brady. Nick Bosa starting to get home with that pass rush for the 49ers, and especially more so now that we have Chase Daniel in the ball game rather than Justin Herbert. But Cameron Dicker, the kicker, is going to come out here on fourth and eleven and try and make this sixteen to ten in favor of the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Mike, let's take a quick look at the Browns at the Dolphins. Miami was getting it done on the ground all afternoon. We talked about this earlier in the program. It was really a day uh, for the running backs in the NFL. And by the way, that kick is up and good for the Los Angeles Chargers. They now go up 16-10. to 10. Uh, But Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert, both former 49ers playing for their old coach Mike McDaniel, they nearly had 100 rushing yards combined in just the first half. It was 17-7 to at the break in favor of Miami. And then Mostert kept it going early in the third quarter. He broke one for a 24-yard rushing touchdown. It was 24-7 to Dolphins with just under 12 minutes left to go in the third. Cleveland settled for a field goal to make it 24-10, to but they could just not stop the Miami rushing attack. Through three quarters of action, Tua Tangavaloa was 22-28 of for 237 yards with three touchdown passes. The last one going to Tyreek Hill to make it 30 to 10 Miami Mostert and Wilson had now combined for a total of 151 yards on the ground but the Browns weren't dead yet early first quarter Nick Chubb from 33 yards out he rushes to pay dirt 30 to 17 Miami Uh, still with that run Chubb only had 61 yards rushing on the day to that point and then seven minutes left in the game, Jeff Wilson into the end zone from Miami from 20 yards out, and that was a wrap. The extra point was no good. 39-17 to in a blowout, Mike, our one real blowout of the day. The Dolphins ended with 195 yards rushing. Tua was 25-32 for 285 yards and three touchdowns. Dolphins have now won four in a row. They covered the three-point spread easily. Game goes over the total. Miami moves to 7-3. and three. And Cleveland drops to three and six. A couple of questions for you. Um, because I don't know what to do with Miami. I don't. I'm lost with this football team. Um, do you think a future is warranted in terms of Miami winning a Super Bowl? I, I, I would say maybe winning the division. 
Winning the division, not so much conference in the Super Bowl. I think they're too weak on defense to I've go heard that, that far. I heard that. I heard that too. I, I heard that today. In fact, uh, that, now they, that defense. they played a great game today. Mm-hmm. They, they held Nick Chubb. You know, I don't know what his final total was, but you know, he had a 33-yard rushing touchdown, and that only gave him 61. Right. And that was in the fourth quarter. Right. Right. What about what about Tua as MVP? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about yeah. that on Saturday. Yeah. Um, we were kind of doing our mid-season awards, and you and I both agreed that Patrick Mahomes is probably the MVP right mm-hmm. now, but would I bet him at 2-1? to one? No. For the full season, I, I kind of like Tua at 8-1, to one, and I also like Lamar Jackson at 12-1. to one. Right, because it, what's interesting about the situation with Miami is right when uh, you think there's a good matchup, and, and I thought this yesterday, uh, a pro football blitz, that Cleveland had the personnel, okay, this was a pretty decent matchup. I thought so, too. I lost that bet. I oh, Cleveland me, plus yeah. four. Yeah, and from a contest standpoint, it's right here for me, too. But it's like McDaniel is out in front of people with his offense. And I don't know when teams are going to start catching up. That's what it feels like with Miami right now. All right. Well, we will talk about that as well as the contest, local contest play here in Las Vegas when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.